Hello, and welcome to Elder Health Connection, a podcast where I gather innovators in elder health care to discuss their unique perspectives on caregiving and care receiving. My name is Caroline Morris, and I use my combined experience in biochemistry, physical therapy, health coaching, and growing up next door to my grandparents to dig deep into the complexities of aging and then draw out practical solutions that can fit into your life. I record this show from my home in Alexandria, Virginia, sometimes with the input from my dogs, Benny and Barry. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome back to Elder Health Connection for today's episode on overwhelm. And today's episode is brought to you by my new caregiver coaching program, where I help overwhelmed caregivers navigate the healthcare system, have enough energy to get more done in less time. We can all use that and feel strong physically and emotionally during this season of life without neglecting their caregiver responsibilities. So this program has been in the works for quite a long time. It's something that I am passionate about. I've spent a lot of my career often being more worried about the people pushing the wheelchair than the patient that I was treating who may have arrived in the wheelchair for physical therapy. So this program is coming soon and you can join the waitlist at carolinemorris.com. I will have the link in the show notes for you. Today, I am so excited to share with you one of my strategies for getting myself out of overwhelm that hopefully you can implement right away to help you get through the day a little bit better. So I think first it's helpful to get a clear definition of what overwhelm is. It is a feeling of being submerged, overpowered in thoughts or feelings, uh, feeling helpless, and it could be inadequate as well. As I was preparing for this episode, I looked back at the origins of the word overwhelm itself, and Merriam-Webster actually had some fun facts about the meaning and how it's actually a little bit redundant. So the word overwhelm came from Middle English, and it originally meant to overturn or upset. Now the root of that, Wellman, meant to overturn. And so that Wellman became Whelm, um, which was meant the same thing as overwhelm in Middle English. And what has survived was the overwhelmed. And so Merriam-Webster thinks that the English speakers preferred this redundancy of being overwhelmed or over-overwhelmed because it puts more emphasis on the feeling itself. In terms of how it plays out in our lives, overwhelm also often comes with good reason, especially for those of us who are caregivers, where there are a lot of reasons to be overwhelmed. There are a lot of new things. There are a lot of stressors. There are a lot of 
has to be done. There are a lot of unknowns. And this can also go for the older adult who is experiencing a health event, is experiencing a new phase of life or transition, where again, there's a lot to do a lot of unknown and there can be a lot of fear now when we're feeling overwhelmed and just sitting in that emotion it can often heighten or exaggerate the facts of the situation so you may have a to-do list a mile long or probably more often if you're like me have a mental to-do list but not a written one <laughs> that's just a mess of information in your head and feeling overwhelmed can only make it seem like there's way more to do than you can possibly handle and then often what follows are certain behaviors like procrastination if it's just so much that you don't even know where to begin or you just have this paralyzing feeling where you can't do anything. Now, some of us go in the other direction and we start acting very hastily or clumsily. We do a lot of things, but we're making a lot of errors and that can reinforce this feeling of overwhelm as well. Both if, both if we're not doing anything at all and then the tasks continue to pile up or if we're doing a lot of things but not completely or not accurately then that also can reinforce these feelings of overwhelm and like we can't cope with all we have to do and how i normally feel when i'm in this state is i'll feel helpless anxious burdened i process a lot of things through my body so i'll get this kind of lightheaded feeling and feel and often I feel a bit of a buzzing inside of my head that's how my body experiences overwhelm and it's really interesting when I'm feeling that little buzzy feeling is when my smartwatch shows me that I'm in the highest physiological stress so that's now my tell that my body is very stressed I'll feel panicked and I'll have rapid and shallow breathing. So you can just take a moment to think about what overwhelm feels like for you. Maybe you're actively feeling it right now, or you can think back to a past experience. And I find it helpful, again, to think about how your body processes that emotion, where in your body you feel it, and what does it feel like. The tool that I would like to share with you today for working your way out of overwhelm, I learned from the Hoffman process, which has been instrumental in my life. It is one of my major support systems. I did the process, which is a week-long retreat three years ago now. Um, and it has changed my life for the better. I'll get into a little bit more of what the Hoffman process is at the end of this episode. But the tool I'm sharing with you today from the process is called the Quad Check. And this is a tool of awareness. So it helps us to get a little bit of clarity of what's going on with ourselves so we can move forward in a productive way. It is called the Quad Check. Quad is short for quadrinity, meaning four parts in one. So if we think in the Christian tradition about the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit being three gods in one, 
a quadrinity in the Hoffman process is four parts in one, and it refers to the four parts of ourselves being the body, our physical body, our intellect, which is often our thoughts and our sense of self about our thoughts, the emotional self, our feelings, often our childhood needs, and the spiritual self, which is our essence, the unprogrammed aspect of ourself, our highest self. And it can take a little bit of getting used to to think of ourselves in these four components. Most of us live most of our lives from our intellects so from our thoughts, our logical side, our rational side, our intelligent side of ourselves. And we forget that we have a body that can give us information and has its own needs. We forget that we have an emotional self and feelings until it just leaks out of us at very inopportune times. Then we can forget that we have a spirit or, again, this unprogrammed, beautiful higher self. The process of going through the quad check, we scan each of these four components of ourselves. First, just to notice how they're feeling in the moment, notice aspects of them, and then to ask them what they need from us today, what they need from us right now, and why I like this for overwhelm is I can start to sense what's going on with me and then those things that are needed give me a often a clear action to move forward. So I will take you through a very pared down version of the quad check. The Hoffman Process Instagram account does these daily on their page at Hoffman Process, and they do them every day at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, if you would like to get more of a full experience. But for today, I'll give you just the quick and dirty version that I will often do for myself. So if it is safe for you to do, go ahead and find a comfortable position and take a deep breath. And if it's safe, close your eyes. If you're driving or in a situation where you can't fully attend to this, you can come back to it later. And just settle in with a few deep breaths to fill up your belly on an inhale. And then exhale completely. And begin to take notice of your physical body. What position is it in right now? How is it feeling? What sensations are you experiencing? What is your physical energy like today? And ask your body what it needs from you today. And just accept whatever it asks for. Now take another deep breath and shift your attention to your intellect. 
etheric thoughts. And just notice the state of your intellect right now. Is it calm and collected? Is it frantic and racing? Just notice. And now ask yourself what your intellect needs from you today. And again, just trust what comes. Now take another deep breath. And shift your attention to your emotional self. What are you feeling in this moment? Pay attention without judgment or exaggeration. How are you feeling right now? And ask your emotional self what it needs from you today. And just listen to what it has to say. Now take another deep breath. And we will call to mind some qualities of your spiritual self. So this highest expression of yourself, what you aspire to be, what you know you are at your purest core. And begin to imagine yourself taking on these qualities. Now ask your spirit for a message. It may come as an image, words, a felt sense. Just trust whatever comes. Now take a final deep breath, taking on the posture of your spiritual self. And slowly open your eyes and bring your attention back to where you are in the present moment. Now you may want to pause and write down some notes of what you just experienced. So in preparation for doing this podcast, I did a quick project for myself before hitting record, and I thought I'd share the results with you to give you um, some perspective of what it can look like. So for my body, I noticed that with my neck was stiff, and I had a, a strange sensation with my elbow, which I began to put together um, as some nerve tension because I woke up today with two of my fingers being numb and my hand being cold. And I had been thinking through this a lot of the day. It was actually kind of funny because 
this was very similar to one of the patient cases that I went over with my students just last week of a woman who had numbness in her fingers and we went through and traced the anatomy of the nervous system and all the structures which can entrap the nerves and cause some of these symptoms. So after I did the quad check, I did the little test on myself and yes, somewhere along the way, my ulnar nerve is a little bit trapped. So it geared me in to pay more attention to that. And then as I thought about it further, I realized this probably happened because it was very cold in my house last night and I didn't have enough blankets on the bed while I was asleep. And so I was so rigid and almost contorted while sleeping that I think I pressed on the nerve somewhere along its track. So what my body asked for today was to actually be warm enough while sleeping. So when I go to bed tonight, I'll put some extra blankets on the bed and hopefully be able to relax more while asleep. And then moving on to my intellect, I noticed that it was very scattered today. And that's something that has been a theme lately that ties in often with overwhelm for me is just a bunch of scattered thoughts. And my intellect asked me to just complete a task, which was actually one of my main motivators for recording the episode tonight instead of waiting to do it in the morning. With my emotional self, as I was doing the quad check, a helicopter flew overhead and the wind picked up and those triggered some feelings of anxiety in me. But I also felt warm and connected because I have my dog Barry next to me and his head's been on my lap and that helps me to feel good and grounded. And what my emotional self needed from me today was courage to just do the hard things and stop worrying about them. Um, so it asked me just to be brave and get things done. My spiritual self, some of the qualities that I reorient myself towards are um, wisdom, radiance, confidence, feeling whole and complete. And my posture will change as I imagine myself embodying these qualities. And I often get messages in a felt sense. Like I mentioned before, I tend to process a lot of things through my body. And so what I felt as the message from my spiritual chat my spiritual self was my jaw unclenching. I tend to clench my jaw a lot when I'm stressed. And the message that I interpreted was just to say what you need to say. So again, I think looking back over this, a lot of the aspects of my quadrimity were just pushing me to get this episode done and stop procrastinating, which in turn will help me to feel less overwhelmed. Do go back and complete this practice if you haven't already and really think about what the different aspects of yourself are trying to tell you and see if you can use that to move out of your own overwhelm. I think the body is particularly useful in scanning so that you can take notice of things you may be ignoring or otherwise unaware of. So 
My example today was a little bit more complex than usual, but I had been aware of my fingers all day, but I hadn't been aware of the stiffness in my neck until I sat down and did this practice. Um, and that was where I, I think this is coming from. Now, other days, my body will tell me that I need to drink more water. It'll tell me that I need to move more. Some days it tells me I need to move less and focus on rest. And you, you may see what your body's asking for from you. The intellect is an interesting one for me. So like I mentioned earlier, many of us just live almost exclusively from the intellect. So for about the first year I did this practice, my intellect asked for a break. It was done. It had had enough. I had done the Hoffman process just one week after taking the board certification exam for the geriatric clinical specialist designation, which I had spent the previous nine months studying for very intensely. So by the time I got to the Hoffman process and started these practices, my intellect was exhausted and I needed something else. And so yours may need a break too. And that's okay. <laughs> it's okay to live from other parts of your being. In terms of the emotional self, what I find to be helpful about scanning this aspect of me is I can start to pick up on things and address them before they leak out or kind of explode out of me at the most inopportune times. So I have a history of suppressing emotions, forcing them down, trying to appear together, and then some benign trigger at some point can cause a very exaggerated emotional response because of everything I haven't addressed before. But the, just this little check-in through the project helps me to um, get a handle on things a little bit more in real time and avoid some of these outbursts on usually on people who are not at all deserving of the response that I give them. And finally, what I like about checking in with my spiritual self is it reorients me to who I want to be, um, what I want to become, what I know I can be. And it the little messages that come through give me glimpses of how to get there. And it can be scary to tap into this part of ourselves and just a very different way of approaching life. But I've found that trusting the messages has always led me in the right direction. So again, if you would like to engage in this quad check practice from the source, you can check out the daily Instagram lives from the Hoffman process. There handle is at Hoffman process. They do not pay me. <laughs> Just to be clear, I there's no financial relationship between me and the Hoffman process. I'm just so grateful for this institute and how they've shaped my life. The process itself was founded by Bob Hoffman in 1967. And the principles are to help people identify the negative behaviors, moods, and ways of thinking that we developed unconsciously 
and more conditioned in childhood. So this is relevant for all of us. We all develop patterns of behavior based on what we think love is, what we think we need to survive. And often these patterns do help us survive, but then they're not always so useful later in life when we want a change. And this type of work I find to be especially relevant and ripe for caregivers, especially when we're caring for our parents, because a lot of these behaviors we pick up are because our parents display these behaviors, or it was our reaction to our parents' behaviors. And so as we engage in this caregiving relationship, a lot of the stuff from childhood can come up and the Hoffman process is just such an effective and beautiful way of addressing it. I will link the resources to the process in the show notes. And again, as a reminder, the wait list is open for caregiver coaching. I am hopeful to get it launched in the next couple of weeks, but do put your name on the wait list so that you can get access to the program as quickly as possible. Thank you so much for joining me today. And do your quad check and find your four little steps to help move you out of overwhelm and into a more peaceful and effective way of living. Take care. This podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not create a provider-patient relationship between us. If you have questions about your health, please speak to a qualified health professional. If you would like to learn more about working with me as your qualified health professional, please visit carolinemorris.com. Did you know that gratitude is good for your health? If you found value in this episode, please share it with a friend and leave a rating or review. To keep the connection going, subscribe to Elder Health Connection on your favorite podcast player to get immediate access to upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening. With love and gratitude, Caroline.